0: what's up everybody welcome to kind of funny games daily for friday january 8th 2021 i'm one of your hosts greg miller alongside independent contractor janet garcia what's up not much what's up with you it's your first week of independence How tired are you?
1: I'm exhausted, but I would be more exhausted if I went with the 82 ideas that I individually wanted to add to this project. (laughs) That I am so glad you and my family talked me down from because (laughs) I would not exist. Also, um, I think I underestimated how tired I'd be today after doing – yesterday I had my big 12-hour stream, like official launch celebration thing – I'm pretty tired today and I'm like, oh, and I still stream later today <laughs> and I'm like, damn, not doing that again. But, um, yeah, I'm mostly just excited though. Honestly, uh, it's definitely been a lot of work. I'm still figuring out like the day to day flow of things, how to like best optimize my time in a way that's both productive, but then also oh, yeah. not like, you know, you could work all the time if you, cause there's, you know, there's no uh, traditional hours and I'm not like you could Kevin to that. Um, <laughs> yeah, you could, <laughs> nothing's <do>. stopping you. <laughs> um, Please don't. But so, yeah,
0: Janet, before happen. we get any deeper in it, that's the thing we need to talk about. All right. You're here. You got the kind of funny spotlight on you. You're our first one. Thank you for coming through. Uh, what we're talking about is the fact that I recorded the final PSI Love You XOXO of the year on a Friday and introduced you as IGN's Janet Garcia. Then on Monday, you announced you were leaving. And then on Tuesday, we put up that episode of PSI Love You. I looked like a fool. I see people in the chat going, Oh, you're not with IGN anymore. What's the update, Janet? Where, where are you at? What's happening?
1: Yeah, I'm no longer with IGN. Uh, I didn't never really spent a lot of time like doing a big, you know, why I'm not at IGN like video breakdown or anything. You know, it just kind of became time to leave. And uh, when that time came, I had to figure out, all right, what's what do I really want to do? And that's actually a question I've been asking myself even like around last year. I spent that first year at IGN really just was like, I'm gonna get going. Uh, y'all know how it sure. is when you start a new job. Like, let's see. What the how the day to day is like? What what's going on? What I can add here? You know, getting used to the flow of things, finding your like place and your footing. And I you know I spent so much of my time on the lead up to get to IGN. Like that was the dream. Like get to IGN, get in the industry, get a full time job. Like that was my main focus. And I'm sure a lot of you listening out there who also are interested in games media might have a similar goal. And I think that's still a fine goal to have. But admittedly, I didn't have anything specific for it that goal i i didn't have a dream role at a company Mm -hmm. i didn't you know even when i sat down with my boss early on like what do you want to do here what are some of your dream interviews or projects didn't really have anything i just kind of wanted to be there and while that doesn't sound inherently bad it's kind of like okay you can't just be there though for you got to figure something out and what you You can to do. yes exactly um especially someone like me like i am very goal oriented i do want to like strive for like bigger things and stuff and i i was just kind of trying to figure out what do I really want my place in this industry to be, and and is it what I'm doing now? And the answer to that is kind was it was and is kind of no, right? I don't see myself doing guides for the rest of my life, and I don't see myself doing a guide again, honestly. Um, and then I was kind of thinking about what I do I want to go to another company, and you know, having just left a company, I'm like I just don't really want to do that kind of workflow. Like I don't want it to be here's like where we rank in seo and here's this thing yeah, and obviously yeah. there's other elements to that job too like this is not me saying that like you know ign has so much creativity in what they're doing and they're oh, constantly sure. launching new shows and all that like i i enjoyed so much of my time there but some of those elements are things i didn't really want to have so i'm like well i kind of just want to do my own thing like you know i, I keep describing like i, I want to vibe i don't want to just play games get really good at it like just build stuff build connections like just spend a lot of time gaming. Cause like, that's one thing I really um, missed with doing guides. Like I did try my best to keep up with all these games, but that's really hard to do. when you're deep into just like one of them and granted they were always like hit ones. So, you know, that's kind of my long winded thing on um, how I decided the next move was just for me to be by myself and do my own thing. Uh, life is long. I don't know, you know, if that's going to be completely forever, but that's, that is sure. what I want now. And when I wrote out what I wanted. And more importantly, what I didn't want, um, the conclusion was very obvious, which was, um, a little unfortunate in the sense that being by yourself is really hard. Like getting a job is not necessarily easier because it's still hard to get a job, but it's safe, right? You got health insurance, Mm -hmm, you got mm -hmm. like a paycheck, the paycheck's always there every two, you know, everything else is so much more in flux when you're on your own, but I'm like, that is what I want to do though. So that's what I'm doing.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, there's two for us that always come back, come up when we talk about it. But like, you know, when we did our first podcast with uh, on the, we did it right before we left when every new, when it wasn't publicly we relieving. And then when it published afterwards was the Kevin Smith show. And during it, he gave us, you know, the wise words that remember from this point on everything that happened, you wanted this, you didn't, you didn't need, you could have stayed in the cushy job. You could have had healthcare. You could have had a boss. And like the amount of times when shit is going South or there's some thing that happens here. And it's like that idea where I remember year one, I forget what it was, but something bad happened. And it was that thing of, I remember telling Tim, like, I just want pear. Like, I just want to be able to turn to somebody else up the food chain to give the problem to. But, like, when it gets, it was just us. (laughs) There was nowhere else for it to go. Yeah, yeah. exactly, right? And you have to have that moment of, like, all right, I got to suck this up and do it. Um, Nick. Northrip wrote in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games just like you came to be part of the show and says this is for janet garcia i just want to applaud you your courage on stepping out and doubling down on your twitch and starting your own podcast i feel like you are an inspiration to me and i just want to say thank you and i am in your corner rooting for you
1: yeah i appreciate that so much and i've gotten so many like messages like that from people so um thank you that's that's so needed because uh, like I mentioned, it is it is scary and difficult and challenging, but uh, the support from this week has just been phenomenal.
0: Uh, where can people support you?
1: Uh, you can support me at patreon.com backslash and you can find me everywhere on the internet under the handle honestys. That's my YouTube channel, my Twitch, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, my website. Everything's GameOdysis. So yeah, that's where you can support me.
0: We'll have it linked, of course, on YouTube and probably in the podcast feed if that works. I forget. I don't know. I just put it in the publisher information and rarely look at it. But I know it works on YouTube and you can do it there. Of course, uh, Janet, now that you have a lot of not a lot of not a lot of free time, but your own time. I hope you're on kind of funny games daily quite a bit because the spotlight isn't meant, like I said, for like people nobody knows or anything. It's meant to bring on just different voices and you have a different voice that I appreciate quite a bit. So I'm glad you're still making content and I'm glad you're making more of it. So congratulations again on week one. Thanks. But enough about that. Let's talk about the Hitman 3 previews being in, Twitch suspending Trump, Steam adding more next-gen controller support because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show at patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Of course, you get your questions asked. You can get the show ad-free. You can, of course, get it uh, afterwards with a post-show and all this cool stuff on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Uh, If you have no bucks to toss our way, though, you can watch live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. If you're watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games, remember you have a special job. Go to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up. So we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games, roosterteeth.com and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday. Housekeeping for you. Uh, Joey Noel has breaking news in Slack. The PS I love you XOXO bomber jacket is back in stock Get over to kindoffunny.com slash store right now if you want to grab that. Uh, also remember, over on youtube.com slash games, you can check out my uh, start of my full Bloodborne playthrough. It's from the uh, anniversary stream we did on a Monday. It's up right now. You can go check it out. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers, Blackjack. Today we're brought to you by ExpressVPN, Honey, and Amazon Pharmacy. But I'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. (laughs) Time for some news.
2: Ah, We got five items on the Roper Report. Uh,
0: Janet, let's start at the top here. Hitman 3 has been previewed. There are previews and hands up or hands up, (laughs) hands on all over the Internet right now. And people love it. What is your level of excitement for Hitman 3?
1: I'm pretty excited for it mainly because it's the first big thing of the year. Um, sure. January is always so quiet because it's like the start of the year things are still getting together like the hottest games are like that one game no one really talked about and won't talk about again so it's just nice <laughs> to have like this is the first thing this is the one that people are going to forget when awards come out like <laughs> that's, a, that's always thrilling um uh but yeah and hitman's like i think it's you know, a fairly acclaimed series so oh, yeah. um i'd be surprised if you didn't at least get a good game out of a, out of a new hitman game and based on these previews it seems like that is going to be the case um so yeah my experience of hitman it's a bit minimal i've only played like a little bit of one of them but i like stealth a lot i love the goofy things that can happen in hitman yeah Um, and and it can be a fairly challenging game so i'm excited for this to be my first full one because i've only dabbled in a few of the other ones so yeah I mean, who doesn't who doesn't like having a, a big first game to start off the right?
0: year? Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, personally, I have tried Hitman and Hitman 2, and I played the PS2 ones back in the day. Um, I enjoyed what they did, but I always fell out of them pretty quickly because I didn't like the repetition. But Games Beats, Jeffy Grub Grub uh, filed his hands-on report, and he makes me think I might be able to get into this one a bit more. He writes, Hitman 3 is the game I need right now. For the most part, it's still the same experience that developer IO Interactive delivered with Hitman and Hitman 2 in 2016 and 2018, respectively. But on top of the excellent new levels, it has a handful of smart new features. Most importantly, however, Hitman 3 strikes a balance between, between its guided authorial uh, gameplay and its playful Myrtle, Sa- Myrtle murder sandbox. Hitman 3 stages are now hiding a number of shortcuts you can unlock permanently for future runs. You usually do this by taking the the difficult route into a secure location, and then using something like a crowbar or to unspool a ladder down to a lower level. You can now use this shortcut on any future attempt. This shouldn't. This should not. This might not sound like a big deal, but it could encourage more players to engage with Hitman Three as intended. The ideal way to play Hitman Three is to play one stage over and over as many as twenty times. The ostensible reason for this, uh, or ostensible reason for this, uh, is to unlock challenges and feats or to play an escalation mission that puts a spin on the conditions and targets of the level. But those are just incentives IO uses to ensure players get to the core of the Hitman experience, which is building an intimate understanding of the machinations of a level. Uh, Shortcuts are an explicit invitation to players to imagine what their next playthrough might look like. So when you get done with your first run, you might decide to replay the same level because you already have an idea of what it looks like. And then Hitman does something funny. The more you play Hitman stage, the more you want to keep playing it. Meanwhile, over at GameSpot, uh, Phil Hornshaw wrote, This it, or for its third game, Hitman 3 isn't changing the formula that made the first two so much fun. Each of its missions is each of its missions is like a huge clockwork-like contraption of various characters wandering here and there, which can be disrupted the, through often weird uh, novel-killing methods. Since Hitman 3 allows you to pull in the missions from 2016's Hitman and 2018's Hitman 2, just like you can merge the first two games, the foundation is similar. But it does feel like IO Interactive is amping up the inventiveness of how, where, and why of its assassinations. Does that do it for you, Janet? Does this sound like something you want to get into?
1: Hmm oddly enough kind of not only in the sense of i'm not a big play it over and over again person so i feel like as enticing as it might be um you can't entice me enough to keep replaying something over and over again if i don't really need to like i'm a very critical path person mostly because um there's a lot of games out there so i'm trying to get through a bunch of them so i am not sure if that will like be enough for me but uh i'm still interested in trying it out because again that's this is like the first big thing coming out and i think it should be at least fun but i don't know if like oh the idea of playing it over and over again like i there's so many games that have that appeal and i'm like that's fine and I that, that
0: for me the big thing is the shortcuts because i do feel like it would keep it would keep me okay cool i've done it one way now i'm really encouraged to go this other way and not have to put up with the bullshit that i had to see before because before that was the thing where i'd get in the mission would go wrong i'd still kill the target but yeah would i want to replay it and do it again i don't know whatever but We don't need to keep talking about this because we haven't played it. We don't know what the fuck we're saying. Kind of funny zone. Blessing. Addy Oye Junior did play it. Blessing. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you guys? I'm good. Good. Uh, You, of course, a huge Hitman fan. Hitman three has been on the top of your most anticipated list for quite some time. You got to play the same preview build. Everybody else did go off, son.
2: Oh my god, I'm I've I've been really enjoying Hitman Three. I've only played the first uh, two levels uh, because I've been trying to save it for when I actually get the PS5 version and be able sure. to jump into that. Uh, but from those first two levels, Hitman Three feels like it's taking in the learnings from Hitman Two and One. And I sorry, I'm sorry that I sound like I just woke up right now because I'm. You sound great. I, I would have never up. known. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Hitman 1, Hitman Three feels like it takes in a lot of the learnings from Hitman One and Two in the way that. It is very much an iteration. It doesn't feel like this brand new reinvention of Hitman in in any sort of way, which is pretty much what I want because Hitman 1 and 2 pretty much established, I think, what Hitman needs to be. Uh, But it does feel like it's taking in the learnings in the way that the small things that they've added, like the shortcuts uh, that Jeff Grubb mentioned in his preview. Uh, Jeffy Grubb. Jeffy Grubb, uh, I apologize. uh, And things like the camera, which is now uh, a default item that you have on you that allows you to like, Uh, complete missions in different ways right where like you might have a a character that you're after that asks you to be like to ask you to to, hey you know in order to in order to uh, get further along this quest line with me I'm gonna need you to take out this person and take a picture as proof right like the camera Mm -hmm. allows you to do things like that which I think makes those lines look a little bit more uh interesting and so I like it for that um but yeah like the the first level dubai is this great like grand scale you're ju- you're you're hopping onto the biggest uh building in dubai uh, exploring it and trying to take out like these two grand targets and then level 2 i don't know if you guys have seen this one floating around is basically like this knives out uh clue like level okay. where you're going into this mansion and somebody's basically hired a private investigator to figure out who's murdered this one person and you take over that position as a private investigator and you're taking part of this murder mystery and both both of those levels back to back i feel like paint such a beautiful picture of what hitman is and how how excellent the level design is because you have dubai on one hand which is this grand thing you're 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 walking into this building you got the 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 uh lighting painting this grand picture of what you're looking at right like looks beautiful uh you're walking into these different rooms that Uh, are are gigantic and like create this grand feeling of holy cow like this place is huge i I get to explore this place and then level two feels like this more intricate you're getting this tailored story you're getting this uh uh specific tale of who's who's who did it like who's 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 the murderer and you're like talking to these different characters it's such a it's i'm very much looking forward to this game i'm very excited about it i i'm like i cannot wait (laughs) for people to to get their hands on it and play it because so far it's very good
0: all right. All like I said, like as somebody who never clicked with them to begin with, I am excited to try this one and I am wondering if the shortcut stuff and the little additions and t- tweaks they've made will keep me around. But I am yeah. uh, the whole reason I didn't uh, play one and two more. Janet is because I'm just like you where I was like, all right, cool. I've d- I've I accomplished the objective. I killed <laughs> this guy like I'm ready to move on. I don't like care that how I got the goal.
1: Play. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I would love to hear from you and it might be maybe challenging to get in this headspace as someone that loves a franchise. What do you think this would look like for newcomers, like people coming in that who are more new to the franchise? Is, this an, is it is the learning curve kind of easy to get into? Do you think um, it does a good job introducing these systems?
2: Yeah, no, I, I I think it's an easy one to get into because one, they're pulling in the levels from Hitman 1 and 2. And so you if you're brand new, you can jump in from the beginning if you want to and it doesn't really make a difference. Uh, but then also the, the, there's a tutorial there they can start off with that'll give you the baseline of here's everything you need to know about playing Hitman and then the levels themselves are just different ways to engage. And so, like, you don't even need to play the levels in order if you don't want to. There is a story there that you can engage with if you want to, but I don't really care about the story the way I play. Uh, and so, yeah, as as a newcomer, I think it's very easy to get into. And then I'll also say that you guys mentioned that you guys aren't really into the idea of playing over and over and over again. Yeah. Uh, and I'll throw out there, I don't think you need to play that way. For me, most of the missions, I've only played once. There are are a handful of missions that I'll go back to over and over because I do really enjoy those levels. Paris in Hitman 1, I've played a billion times. Uh, But there are other missions like Colorado, which I didn't like that level. And so I played it once and I was like, okay, cool. I'm done here. I don't need to come back to this. Um, And missions are tailored in a way, especially with Hitman 2. They added in this, uh, uh, actually, it might have been in Hitman 1. I might be forgetting it. But there's basically a, a story mission mechanic where... You can jump into a level. And if you are if you're at, at the place where you do not like figuring things out and following people forever and trying to isolate different targets, there are different story missions within levels that basically lead you to where you need to go in order to kill somebody. And so there is basically a different linear paths you can take to playing the game to where you can you can get in, do that, get out, and have a good time um and so i highly recommend i think anybody can could hop into Hitman three and have a good time oh. um and yeah again like i can't wait for people to, to get their hands on it Craig, we're gonna play it right
0: yeah well, i mean honestly i don't know how much you know this because i know you i think mean, legally and contractually can't talk to him but nick is a huge hitman fan so i mean i'm gonna try it for sure but i feel like there needs to be some blessing uh nick streams out there oh, dude, Mike i'm Mike. totally down for that okay good well blessing go rest you have a lot you have a big day ahead of you i don't actually oh, <laughs> i got okay, nothing yeah. on the schedule are you honestly. not on this group stream after this Am I? Uh, I mean, it was just open to volunteers. I assumed you would have volunteered because yeah, you like be really working. Nice with. You don't know? like working, I guess. Huh? It's deep. been yeah. a long week.
2: I've been on content nonstop. I needed a break.
0: Do you understand that Kevin's the only one who can make Twitch work now? Right? Don't talk to him about a long week.
2: I mean, he chose his life. I definitely didn't.
0: Thank <laughs> <Like> you, blessing. <laughs> we'll talk to you later. <laughs> it was a conversation. I was like, it seems like a lot of work for me. I mean, you just got to figure out how to make it work for Barrett, too. You know, it's easy. Just tell him how to do it. Number two on the Roper Report. Twitch has suspended uh, President Donald Trump. This is Nathan Grayson over at Kotaku. In the wake of yesterday, and this is obviously posted yesterday afternoon, in the wake of yesterday's violent conspiracy-fueled insurrection at the Capitol building, Twitch has elected to indefinitely suspend Donald Trump's Twitch account. In an email to Kotaku, a Twitch spokesperson explained the company's rationale, quote, in light of yesterday's shocking attack on the Capitol, we've disabled President Trump's Twitch channel, the spokesperson wrote, given the current extraordinary circumstances and the president's incendiary rhetoric, we believe this is a necessary step to protect our community and prevent Twitch from being used to incite further violence, end quote. Uh, For now, the suspension is indefinite. Quote, we are focused on minimizing harm leading up to the transition of government and will reassess his account after he leaves office, the spokesperson said. This follows a similar decision from Facebook, which earlier today banned the reality show host turned insurrection inciting U.S. president uh, until at least the end of his uh, term later this month. YouTube, meanwhile, has restricted Trump's account for a yet to be determined period of time, as have Twitter and Snapchat. Twitch also took action yesterday, removing its popular PogChamp emote after the personality whom it is based on, Ryan Gutierrez, uh, made statements encouraging civil unrest on behalf of the MAGA martyr uh, who was shot and killed inside the Capitol building. This is not the first time Twitch has suspended the president's channel. In June of last year, the company shushed, shushed uh, Trump's half-hearted "quote How do you do, fellow kids?" <laughs> after his uh, Twitch channel broadcasted a Tulsa rally in which Trump accused a hypothetical, very tough hombre uh, of breaking into the breaking into the window of a young woman whose husband was away uh, to illustrate a larger point about what could happen if people didn't call nine one one or couldn't call nine one one. At the time, Twitch said Trump had broken its rules around hateful conduct, uh, con- conduct, also citing a now notorious 2016 rally in which he called Mexican immigrants rapists. Prior to that first suspension, Trump's unmoderated Twitch chat had transformed into a sounding board for his base, base's unhinged id, uh, causing it to overflow with racism, sexism, and QAnon conspiracy theories during broadcasts of big events while twitch has never been important has never been as important to the spread of trump's rhetoric as facebook, youtube, and twitter this is nonetheless another instance of quote too little too late on the part of a company that could have previously pulled the plug on trump whenever it wanted now after 4 years of tumult and increasingly violent antics uh, on the part of this conspiracy on a part of his conspiracy abled supporters he's an outgoing president with just a couple of weeks left in office companies are finally nipping at heels because it's no longer risky to do so Amen, nathan grayson janet
1: yeah i mean absolutely i tweeted about this quite a lot um because i mean it was so much on everyone's minds uh what was going on in the country and yeah that was one of the things i had said um i'm like don't please don't mistake anything that these companies are doing specifically i I called out twitter but it applies to everyone i'm like it's now just it is now the popular thing to do it makes companies look good um for doing that and we can say oh wow like look at them taking a stand but the truth is um no, you only take a stand when it's convenient when it's, you know, when you look at the numbers, like your numbers and what's more viable from a financial standpoint. Um, so, yeah, they, I this mean, is empty as all existed, this. Yeah, this is empty as all, all the, all
0: the Republicans yesterday. Right. Who were like, no, this was out of line. And oh, my God, he has gone to you like you fucking enabled this. You made it, this happen. Um, Fuck off.
1: It's just like wild how much people um, how long people take to get to these things uh it's um just mind-bogglingly frustrating how it's like oh wow like Trump's bigoted Trump's like a you know a, his, his he's like a, a beacon of hate he's been that the entire time it was literally the entirety of his campaign and it's like um one thing I, I said during you know leading up to Trump's election like while he was running because I was like very vocally against Trump and anyone from Chicago who's like well, also a liberal, I guess, hates Trump, because Trump has always been, you know, he has this huge tower. It's like an ecological and eyesore nightmare. Like we, we've all a lot of people in Chicago paid Trump long before he started running for office. And, um, yeah, his entire campaign is very, very clearly on hate. And I'm like, look, some of y'all really need a history book to tell you when political leaders are evil. And that's really sad because you should be able to have the critical... This, this doesn't even require critical thought. I mean, there's plenty of, um, you know, hate within um, companies and political campaigns, but this is so flagrant. Like, so, so... I mean, right, look that that 2016 quote. And that's, like, one of, like... Dozens and hundreds of quote, like Trump is not shy about his viewpoints on everyone and on yeah. everything. like one just one of Trump's scandals would have been enough to just derail anyone else's political career. Um, he has like one every other day. it's It's just it's it just blows my mind. Um, but, yes, this is obviously, this is better than nothing. So, yeah, and uh, you know, I saw a lot of people in chat saying, Oh, I'm surprised like Trump even had a Twitch account. Like most people have, you know, Twitch accounts just to, you know, broadcast um, the things they already do live. Like when they have like talks or speeches or events like that just kind of goes live to everything. It's not like he's on there, like, you know, squatting up for a game. <laughs> like, he was
0: doing he was he was big on that last wow expansion that dropped. You know what I mean? He right? was there um, just grinding it out. <laughs> but
1: also, like, I would really love, you know, you know, they meant he in this, this write up that Nathan did. It mentions, uh, you know, one of Twitch's reasonings is when he did go live, like the chat was just very. Um, yeah dark and i think i would love to see that same energy for content creators that make their living off of dunking on um people of color and white women and queer folks and all these other groups like if if your chat is mainly hateful even if you're not saying anything wild like that speaks to your community and i think those um those accounts also need to have the same level of scrutiny um yeah that's something i would love to see carry over into the gaming space because i think we let so much of that fly um, and you know, we have to ask ourselves, like, I, I think, I think companies end up putting themselves in a corner where they have these positions of, well, if I banned everyone who was bigoted, I wouldn't have like money anymore. That sounds like you built your company in a messed up way. If that is the case in your audience,
0: <laughs> you know, that speaks yes. to a larger
1: problem. It's like, well, if every, you know, and I, you see this all the time of people being like, wow, I, I tweeted like F Trump or I don't agree with Trump and I lost all these followers. That's embarrassing. If that's true, that means that you had, a, you bad people follow well you. i mean
0: it's it's it, we saw so many of our friends you know uh, obviously in the midst of this week and everything that's happened tweet stuff and then i saw a lot of them. oh man i lost 40 followers or whatever good like that's the thing and you know what I mean that's what we've talked about I know it's I'm you know beating a dead horse I hope for kind of funny but that's what we said from day one and what we really drove home in 2020 to remind everybody that is like if you're a fucking asshole if you think you're better than somebody because of your race gender religion creed get the fuck out of here I don't want your money I don't want your patreon I don't want your twitch file I don't want your Amazon Prime I don't want you to have anything to do with my company I don't want you to watch our content and think that you're a kind of funny best friend if you can't just accept people as who they are and accept that we should help everyone get better we should get every, equality is good it, being against equality means that you're happy with inequality and that you like being higher than other people you like having advantages you like having privileges other people have you can't fucking look at the capital you can't look at what happened on wednesday insurrection sedition uh and a bunch of fucking white people walking up there and nothing happening to them as they walked out and then went back to their hotels you can't look at that and compare that to blm and tell me there's not a huge fucking divide here and this is completely fucked and we need to do something And so, yeah, it's about speaking out. It's about doing all this stuff. I saw, um, I think I got this right, but correct me if I'm wrong. I believe it was, uh, uh, zombie, right. Who, uh, you were talking, who put up a thing of like, what about like, this is, this is when it was all happening about making chats better. And then you made up a bot right on her, on her advice that like goes through.
1: If you're not following zombie kills, you absolutely should be. I do think that um, to some people, you, it's like, oh, she's like too much or something. But like, I, I like that about her. Um, that is also her brand. She's like, I am, she she describes herself as a black activist, a black activist in the gaming space. Um, so she's very vocal about stuff all the time. Like, it doesn't have to be a big event happen. Like, she's always discussing these issues and it comes up with a lot of really good ideas. One of them was like, hey, uh, you know, she specifically called that if you're a white streamer, but I think it applies to really everyone. Like, if you're really about it, like, put a bot in your chat that says i'm for black lives and see you know how many people say oh man like it's this is too political for me because here's the thing you know first of all one everything's political and two um it's not about like this isn't you know po- but also everything everything comes down to humanity right like it's i don't care if you think that's too if it's too political to be nice to people then yeah. i don't know i guess this isn't the place for you but she had this idea of like putting that so um I wrote mine in the style of those like little cheesy signs that you see of like in this house, we believe in science and that black lives <laughs> matter and those little things. Um, they are a little cheese. And I thought this was a little cheese too, but I, I figured um, it has two great things, right? One is that yes, it boots out people that are bigoted or exposes, lets those people expose themselves. Cause people that are hateful are dying to expose how hateful they are. And they do it sure. all the time, but you'll just be talking about like random stuff and they'll just bring it up. So it does that, but it also reminds people that, Hey, this is, a space where you are welcome, because the reality is, at least with my streams, um, I'm not always talking about my political beliefs or my social beliefs on stream because it doesn't always come up when I'm playing Animal Crossing. Like, sometimes it actually does, and I, I do address that. But, right, I'm mainly there personally to game and hang out. Um, but I want everyone coming in to know that I never want anyone to mistake much like uh, what you've talked about a lot, Greg, and what your team has talked about. I don't want anyone to ever mistake that this is a place where you can get away with saying that kind of stuff where that joke will fly, where that meme will like just get passed through. I want you to know that right away. And I think that's why a lot of people, I I haven't experienced so far a lot of those issues within my own community that I'm slowly growing because I'm like, yeah, if you join this discord, I think, you know, this is like a, you know, a soft fuzzy place (laughs) you know it's it's a nice (laughs) invite you know i just i was talking to my uh my discord community yesterday uh you know or two days ago especially with everything going on and i'm like really like protective of my discord making sure like bad people don't get in there and and try to like you know spam hate or whatever and i'm like oh you know let's get some more mods because nothing's happened so far but like we need to be like ewoks right soft and cuddly but ready to like you're ready you're ready to fucking throw down if y'all are about to come in here with this nonsense so um yeah anyway uh that was something i did on her recommendation i think she has so many great uh insights um and recommendations for streams and how to make the gaming community better and all that so if you don't follow zombie you should definitely give her a follow
0: I want to do that. I mean, that
1: mentioned the to uh, mention the PogChamp thing that we're going to talk about, too. You,
0: yeah, that's next. Uh, you talked about, um, you know, like the cheesy sign or whatever. Have you amended it, or had you stuck with that?
1: I've stuck with that so far. Um, I liked it as something uh, – I, I forget offhand what mine is. If I go to my Twitch, I could see it. No, but,
0: I, uh, everybody knows what you're talking about, I think. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I've loved it so far. I'm open to like it changing or modifying as time goes on. I'm also thinking of like other ways that I can be more inclusive in my um, stream. Like for instance, it doesn't mention anything about um, accessibility from a physical standpoint there. Maybe that's something it. So like, you know, um, I'm definitely open to amending it and making it what what I feel like we need. Um, But I'm going to kind of leave that also to in parts of my community of, of figuring out what kind of stuff we could do and how to make it better.
0: Yeah, I want to add something like that, but I think more in our line of messaging of obviously community for welcome and get it going through on whatever bot we use to have it pop up every so often, even at the command. And while we're here, there's something I've been meaning to do for a long time. So hold on. I, I want to do this. Uh, oh. Hold on. That's done then, right? Yeah. OK, so I just added pronouns uh, to my twi- Twitter bio. Uh, and the reason there is that i would gotten an email from a kind of funny best friend a while back that said, dear Greg. They put their name. I'm a kind of funny best friend. One thing I love about kind of funny is the support you all have for marginalized groups. Now I'm not a writer, so I'll keep it short. Could you please consider putting your pronouns in your social media bio? Um, an article by James Tinkler explains why it's important, uh, way better than I can than I could. So I'll leave it for you to read. Uh, I don't know if this is the place where I should be asking this, but I just thought it was important and you'd see this and uh, blah, blah, blah. blah. Uh, I love the recent support of minorities by denouncing Trump supporters and uh, would love to see more inclusion in the future. Uh, you can go read this entire Medium post that I had linked to me from James Tinkler. You can go to com slash pronouns. Uh, I want to read this paragraph from it, though. It's helpful helpful for cisgender people from both within the LGBTQ, LGBTQ plus community and outside of it to include their pronouns in their bio as it creates a safer environment for trans people. It opens a safe space to talk about pronouns and it also lets those of us who use different pronouns to share ours without being the odd one out. When cisgender people share their pronouns, whether it be in an online bio or on a name tag or shared face to face during introductions, it helps normalize the act of sharing one's pronouns in all settings, not just LGBTQ plus ones. This helps us not only normalize sharing and asking about pronouns, but it also helps normalize the larger trans community and its umbrella communities everyone should be able to feel comfortable with their pronouns and have their pronouns respected by others um that last sentence stood out to me and it pairs up really well with elaine gomez from latinx uh, gaming uh was on kind of funny games daily uh during hispanic heritage week with me a while back now right before playstation 5 and everything's dropped and she had talked about i'd asked her because we had done you know uh latinx and gaming as a kind of funny podcast and so many of the comments in there were like oh This is a made-up term, yada, 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 blah, 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 blah. And it, of course, wasn't people I would consider kind of funny best friends, just people who are surfing hashtags and want to come in on YouTube and be jerks. And when I asked her about that, she, you know, rolled her eyes and was like, no, it is a real term and it it does have, you know, this uh, heritage uh, in language and all this other stuff. But one of the things she said was this really interesting story uh, where when they did change it, because I I, think, what was it? It used to be Latinos in gaming, I think, and then it became Latinx Mm to not have a gender attached to it. When she changed it, Somebody came in the twist chat and she was like, you know, it's, you know, less than 1% that this applies to that, but we're changing our name for it. And somebody in her chat was like, you're going to tell me that for less than 1% of your audience, you're willing to change your entire name, your entire branding and all this stuff. And she said, yes, like this is a, we're we're our whole shtick is being inclusive. Our whole thing is that we want to make sure people from all walks under this umbrella feel like they're invited here. And. Her saying that teamed up with this email from a kind of funny best friend teamed up with this paragraph in it really resonated with me of like, oh, sure. Like, I think, you know, I talk so much about like, uh, I think, you know, before 2020 and I I would like to think I I was walking the walk and being Superman and trying to lead by example and everything else. But it was this thing of like, oh, I'm not going to I don't know if I've they know more than me. They should say something more than me. I don't I don't want to be involved. Like there's so many different ways to show support. And so yeah. right now if if there's one kind of funny best friend out there and I know there's far more than one but if there's one kind of funny best friend out there who sees six characters on my Twitter bio and feels like that moved the needle for them to make them not feel like an outcast then there you go that's what we should all Yeah do.
1: exactly and one of the ways I like to like bring this back for people because there's so many different issues in which um These kind of things come up where it's like, well, you know, who's offended or who feels included or who is this for and all those things. Um, For me, I always boil it back down to what will do the least harm slash the most good. So if Mm -hmm, something like, mm -hmm, you know, with the pronoun mm -hmm. thing, for instance, um, as someone that's like, especially someone that's cisgender, like, does it hurt me for you to have your pronouns in your bio? No, like it should, I mean, it shouldn't, right? Like, unless I have yeah. some deeper bigotry, that could be a different problem, right? So, okay, well, it not it's neutral to me, right? Maybe like, I de- I'm like, whatever, it doesn't, doesn't affect me. If it doesn't affect me, why not go with it? Because it does, it is a plus, it's a gain for some people to see that. So if it's ultimately either a zero or a plus one, it sounds like that's the move to make. And that's kind of how I boil it down for people great way who, to put it. who have that. Um, uncertainty. It's like what, you know, and that that comes down to a lot of things like, well, some of my friends are, they're okay with me using this terminology, but other people in the community aren't. Okay. Well, if some people are okay and others are offended, maybe just go with not using it because that would be the, like, I don't think anyone's going to miss you using whatever term that says offensive to some people or whatever um, thing is bothering some people. So why not just remove it? Are you really losing anything? And the truth is no. Um, So it's like, Hey, like that's kind of what I sort of boil it down to, but yeah, I'm, I'm so excited for you to have those in your bio as well. It's, it's hilarious because some people um, there are obviously dark corners of the internet of hateful people who will be like, Oh, of course, you know, you, you of course you got your pronouns in your bio. And I always think of that's course. a hilarious insight uh, insult because what you're really saying if we just do a little replace is oh of course you're out here trying to include other people and i'm like yeah. is that you is that your shade like being a decent person <laughs> you care
0: about people you don't You, to, you yeah. don't really know these strangers you, you care about a them a
1: fuck? it's like really like you're you're messed up dog like you got some problems yeah. so yeah i mean i think there's always new ways that we can work on including people like i'm trying to figure out how to do the uh the pronoun flare in like my discord channel for the same sure. reason so yeah um there's I always like- more work to be done for sure
0: whenever like and it's rare and i don't engage like you know what i mean I, years years of years of being on the internet i've learned a long time ago not to engage with trolls but nowadays when if it is somebody who i don't think is trying to troll they are just an asshole and they try to clap back on me for something i feel is like the right thing to do i just send them the link on google to the definition of empathy and then mute them because it's like if you don't understand what i'm trying to do here I'm just trying to empathize with someone. I'm trying to make someone else's life better. And I don't understand by me trying to make somebody else's lives better how that, especially the things I'm doing, makes your life worse. Like that's fucked up and you got to look in the mirror. I digress. Let's get back to the news. One other good piece. Let's get up. We're going to do good news. Then we're going to do ads. Then we'll come back to some bad news. Then we'll just get out. We'll get in, get into the rest of the show. (laughs) Number three, we officially have a new pog champ. Kind of as we just talked about in the story before this, right? Uh, Gootech sucks. So they want to get rid of that guy's uh, pog champ emote in Twitch. So When all this is happening, Sean Plot Day9 tweeted, Yo, at Twitch, suggestion for PogChamp, create a database of streamers and or general faces. Whenever someone types PogChamp, display one of the faces at random. Would give a really nice crowd feel to a chat spamming PogChamp and allow the meaning to be tied to all of us instead. Twitch then quote tweeted it today and responded, you know what? In the spirit of figuring out 2021 together, let's just roll with it for now. Get ready for a new pog champ every 24 hours, starting today. As you see it going on right now, there is a new pog champ in there. Some people are starting to spam Nick and Andy. Those aren't the pog champs, <laughs> but there is a new <laughs> sp- pog champ in there. I'm not familiar with who this is, but I see it happening. Congratulations, new pog champ for the day. Another good move, right? Of like, all right, cool. Let's get let's just figure this out. And I said, because after Obviously, we had a milkshake duck situation on our hands. There were a bunch of people that were like, all right, cool. Do we want to commit to another real human being face? Because, of course, humans are fallible and everyone will make mistakes. And hopefully not as bad as being a fucking racist and siding with a bunch of goddamn, you know, fucking insurrection people. Know. But like, you whatever, know. you know what I mean? Like, whatever, whatever, how bad it's going to be. And I think this is, at least for now, this it's a cool way to get on with this and respond to it and have something going.
1: Yeah, and I'm so glad they reacted to this, like, fairly immediately. Um, one thing I tweeted about that <laughs> got a lot of flack from certain corners of the internet that have notifications on for something. I don't know what they're, they're on a whole nother thing. I'm like, how y'all appear so fast? I know y'all on the same Discord or what's up? Or, but you have the same crew that you, you raid with or something? I don't know. But uh, one thing I mentioned with this is, like, it could, if without removing it, it could so easily become something people use as like a Trump thing. Like so much of like stuff associated with Trump is like, for hate, because he runs a campaign of hate. So it's like, literally, you know, it'll be it's to the point where if you do something and people disagree, like, you know, if you're saying something about equality, people will be like, ah, Trump 2020. And you, kn- you knew what that meant. That meant they meant like, you know, after equality basically Um, uh same deal with this with this emote even though some people would probably use it innocuously some people probably wouldn't know about the meaning tied to it so it's best to just kind of remove that as a possibility rather than just let it kind of linger and then like do i have to wonder that this person's using this that they're actually like you know a bigot (laughs) like i don't want to have to ask myself that question or or my community so uh yeah this is awesome
0: okay ladies and gentlemen now let's all take a breath Remember, of course, you can get this show. uh, You can be part of the show on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Uh, If you go to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, of course, you can be part of the show. You can get the show at the post show we do each every day. And you can get the show ad-free. Speaking of ads, Greg Way, this episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily is brought to you by ExpressVPN. How did you choose which internet service provider to use? The sad thing is most of us have very little choice because ISPs operate like monopolies in the regions they serve. Uh, They then use this monopoly power to take advantage of customers. Data caps, streaming throttles, the list goes on. But worst of all, many ISPs log your internet activity and sell that data on to other big tech companies or advertisers. To prevent ISPs from seeing our internet activity, Kind of Funny protects itself with ExpressVPN. So what is ExpressVPN? It's a simple app for your computer or smartphone that encrypts all your network data and tunnels it through a secure VPN server so that your ISP cannot see any of your activity. Just think about how much your life is on the internet. Sadly, every site you visit, video you watch, or message you send gets tracked by ISPs or other tech giants who can then sell your information for profit. Uh, that's the reason kind of funny recommends express VPN is the best way to hide your online activity from your ISP. Just download the app, tap one button on your device and you're protected. And express VPN does all of this without slowing your connection. That's why it's rated number one VPN service by CNET and wired. So stop handing over your personal data to ISPs and other tech giants who mine your activity and sell your information. Protect yourself with the VPN. Kind of funny trusts to keep our information private. Go to expressvpn.com/games. That's e x p r e s s vpn.com/games to get three extra months free. Go to expressvpn.com/games right now to learn more. Next up is Honey. These days, it feels like online shopping is the only shopping we really do. That's where today's sponsored Honey comes in. It's the free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and automatically tests them when you're checking out. Here's how it works. You get Honey on your computer for free in two easy clicks. Then... When you are checking out on one of its more than 30,000 supported sites, Honey pops up, and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. Wait a few seconds, and Honey searches for coupons on that site. If Honey finds the working codes, it applies the best one to your cart. This is where I tell you, as you already know, I use Honey each and every day. It's right there. It's a little cursive H on my Google Chrome browser. I love it very much. And what they don't say in here that I urge you is I log in with my uh, Google profile, and then what it does is it accrues uh, my coins. I accrue Honey coins, and then I can cash them in on Amazon, and I get Amazon gift cards, and it's very, very cool. Honey has found over 17 million members over $2 billion in savings. Honey supports all kinds of retailers from tech giants and gaming sites to fashion brands and even food delivery. It's simple if you have a computer, Honey should be on it. It's free and it works with whatever browser you use. You can get Honey for free today at joinhoney.com/games. joinhoney.com/games. That's joinhoney.com/games so they know we sent you. Thanks Honey for supporting today's episode. And finally, it's Amazon Pharmacy. Chances are you use Amazon, but have you used Amazon Pharmacy yet? That's right prescriptions delivered to your door by Amazon just like the TP and Funko Pops you're already probably ordering. It saves you time and keeps you out of the waiting line in the pharmacy. It's easy to have your doctor's office send your next prescription straight to Amazon Pharmacy. You can use your insurance. Amazon Pharmacy works with most insurance plans nationwide. Amazon Prime members get free two-day delivery and save on prescription medication when paying without insurance. Tim needed some medication over the holiday break. He used Amazon Pharmacy and he said it was easy as hell. Amazon Prime members can save on prescription medication when not using insurance, and get free two-day delivery. Learn more at amazon.com slash gamesrx. That's A-M-A-Z-O-N dot com slash games with an X, R-X. I say with an X? Games with an S, R-X. Amazon.com slash games, R-X. Number four. A sad one. Uh, a prolific voice actor has passed away. I'm reading from IGN's report. Kevin, I for some reason didn't jot down who wrote this one. Oh, no, I know. Joe Scrabbles. That's right. Joe Scrabbles wrote this at IGN. Uh, Brand. Made up name? All right. What was that? I said a made up name. No, we don't do that anymore. No, we don't do that anymore. I don't oh, want to do sorry. that anymore. Joe Scrabbles is a real person, everybody. It's official. He's a real boy. Anyway so Joe writes, uh, Brad Venable, who provided his voice acting talents to Devil May Cry 5, Final Fantasy 7 remake, multiple anime series, and more, has died at age 43. Multiple members of the voice acting community have today posted tributes to Venable, uh, having been given permission to share the news by Venable's wife. No cause of death has been announced at time of publish. Among many other parts, Venable played V's familiar Griffin in Devil May Cry 5, as well as playing roles in Call of Duty Black Ops Cold Wars, the recent Demon Souls remake, and Final Fantasy VII remake. He also played Daz in the English dub of Attack on Titan and played roles in My Hero Academia, Hunter x Hunter, and uh, Dragon Ball Super. Um, of course, thoughts and prayers to his family. That's uh, that's horrible. And to everybody else. I saw last night, Janet, a whole bunch of voice actors putting up candles. I think they were waiting to see if it was they They wanted, you know, obviously the family have time. But last night, for sure, the voice acting community was hurting over this. So, you know, thoughts to everybody out there.
1: Yeah, I think no matter how big an industry is, it always ends up feeling small uh, once yeah. you get into it. So I'm sure this was um, it's always sad to lose, like lose a peer and a friend. So definitely my heart goes out to all the people who are mourning.
0: And your final story of the week, Steam is adding uh, more Xbox and DualSense controller features. This is by Alessandro Barbosa at GameSpot. Steam developer Valve has begun rolling out additional support for Xbox and PlayStation controllers, giving you more customization options for input mapping. The biggest change makes the Xbox One Elite Series 2 more useful when played with games via Steam, with the rear paddle buttons now available for mapping. Valve has also added support for the new revision of Xbox controllers that include the share button, which can now be mapped for any function in-game. Both controllers will also benefit from added support for rumble triggers, which can now be used uh, on supported titles. Additionally, four Xbox controllers can now be recognized at once for local multiplayer titles. The update does less for the PlayStation Five DualSense controller. The update allows you to toggle the controller's LED, choosing between a static on and off or dynamic mode that only activates the LEDs if more than one controller is connected at a time. It's not as extensive as the Xbox support, but it does show that Valve is, working with, is still working with the DualSense on some level perhaps support for its unique haptic trigger triggers might come. The update is only out on Steam's beta client for now, but should be incorporated into the release client soon. Uh, if you are using the beta, Valve recommends manually updating the controller driver and restarting your PC if you're having trouble with functionality. There you well, go. Everyone Dorked.
1: knows that, uh, you know, you and I are some of the biggest PC gamers out there. Oh so my God. Um, Obviously, this is, uh, you know... More ways to enjoy that PC gaming life, in case anyone doesn't know. Um, but yeah, we're like a few years from next gen really being here, you know. Uh, it is funny seeing these things kind of slow roll out. Um, but yeah, more controllers and more places is useful.
0: Kevin, did I ever give you that little thing that plugs into the computer and does, does more stuff? Remember how I had it sitting around on my desk forever. I don't find I, I, I don't.
2: Are you being serious or?
0: Yeah, remember that it's a thing. It's RAM, maybe it's something. You plug it in. I had it just sitting here forever, and I was like, it was in the sun. I was like, that's not good. So I put I, it in. I have
2: no idea what you're talking about.
0: Ah, are you talking about when the
1: pre-build's too fancy for you to really do yourself i'm like i know they already made it but like how do i take the plastic out of the case without breaking
0: it? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: like like, someone else want to do this for me because i just
0: mm, mm. i'm always like kevin just make it go just make it do its thing
1: yeah are you talking about
2: about an m.2
0: storage like what
1: uh, you could say literally anything right now and
2: he he
0: knows what that is I yeah, for, I know because I need for PlayStation, right? Right, like, right, the, right. On them Do you have one of yeah, those yeah, yeah. lying around? No, remember, I, well, maybe, I don't know. I remember it's the one oh, Tim wanted, oh. and then I was like, I'll get it for you, and then nobody ever came to pick it up, and then I it was just the sitting the around one here for him.
2: Tim want, I hate you. It was the one it's Tim wanted. So it's so easy bad. for you to, like, know what you're talking about.
0: Like, you're not me. I had a you're Fire brain a right. 510 sitting around here somewhere fire cuda five ladies and gentlemen (laughs) janet i can't wait to see what happens next with pc gaming but the future is so far away i got my finger
1: on the pulse you're right there i know i I know
0: if i wanted something more immediate say what came to the mom and grop shops today where would i go
1: Uh, you can go to the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the kind of funny games daily show hosts each and every weekday
0: yeah out today iris falls on ps4 xbox one and switch super moose is on switch arnold is on pc and maniac path 2 is on pc new dates for you path of exile echoes of the atlantis no Atlas. Damn it. Launches on PC January 15th, Xbox and PlayStation January 20th. And then call of duty cold war mid season update is coming from Treyarch. They write Uh mid season update begins January 14th. Uh, next week, season one will get even bigger with new content and multiplayer and zombies. Uh, get ready to drop into a massive new fire team map with your squad in sanatorium. Uh, you know, and fight for control of the nuclear codes in the all-new six v six multiplayer mode. Dropkick, in zombies, we're turning up the intensity to eleven in the new cranked mode, where every zombie killed resets the timer, counting down to your demise. And in onslaught, uh, raid joins uh, the map list along with new dark aether intel for zombie fans on PlayStation. This mid-season update arrives January fourteenth, with more season one content to come. Yeah, it's definitely. Call of Duty do anything secret. for you, Janet? You playing that at all?
1: no not really but actually no the answer is no but i will say i played call of duty i'm like let's not lie you know i was like oh well not. no the answer yeah, is yeah, no. i might give a chance you know i downloaded it once um no the answer is no however i did actually play i think for the first time in my life was this year playing call of duty um i just just out of curiosity you know i played with my sure. boyfriend and some bots because i like literally don't i don't do shooters i don't do the shooty shoots um that's the main reason I've never played Call of Duty. I'm also not a big fan of guns and not a big fan of the military. So as you can see, it's starting to look not the, the cards are stacked against Call of Duty. Less and less likely you're
0: gonna pick but, this one up. Huh? But I
1: played on PS5, and I will say, like, it felt like really cool with the dual sense, like the way the guns feel. Like that was pretty dope. Um, and yeah, like I thought I thought like the this is like such a, a non- shooter perspective but um i'm like oh these environments look really nice like i'm just walking around yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. sofas and stuff you know these destructible environments and all that so um i did gain a little bit of an appreciation for stuff uh it's funny too because like again not a shooter person so like my aim is really bad like my knowledge is like really like yeah. not there but uh there is something really satisfying about getting a kill i will say i especially don't play a lot of games that have like combative natures to them like you know what, splatoon 2 you, you don't have to like killing anybody that is kind of just <laughs> kind of evaporate it's like very fuzzy but i'm like oh yeah i got them and it's like so it does feel good i'm like okay i can see why you're over there on this screaming with your friends for a few hours sure. every few nights um i can see the appeal there but yeah uh i'm i haven't uninstalled it because i with classic gaming situation i want to think that i will come back but I know that's not true. I'm just waiting to need the storage. But it's still there. It's still, it's this was the
0: first now. year, and I, you know, I do, obviously more power to you if you love Call of Duty. I'm not talking shit about it as a franchise. It just doesn't do it for me. And this was the first year where I didn't even entertain it because every year wow. I look at it or I do the Judges Week demo or I, they announce some star, you know, movie star, and then I'm like, man, maybe this will be it. But then I also remember that I don't like action movies. So, like, <laughs> I install it and really? I start playing. I'm like, I'm bored already. I don't know. Yeah, and no, I, I, whenever we do in review and, yeah, like, I'm recapping it, I can tell you everything. And then when the action starts, I'm like, ah, and then he does this, I think, and he kicks him. I don't know. Wait, but like you also like,
1: don't, are you, you don't like Uncharted or you did like Uncharted? I love
0: Uncharted. I love oh, Uncharted, so but I, I feel back. that's more of like a pulp, fic- or a pulp Fiction, that's more of a Pulp Action, right? Like, I I'm talking that. about like, I'm talking <laughs> about like a shooter <laughs> war movie kind of thing. Right, okay. <laughs> pulp fiction game, yeah. yeah, like, I feel like when it's all about like, just like Zero Dark Thirty and shit like that, I would never go see, I would okay. never, you know, or okay. American Sniper, like, I'm just like, I'm not about, bi- I don't care, this isn't my kind of shit. And I guess American Sniper is actually pretty cerebral, and not an action movie, but still, just content wise, I like, I'm good, I don't, I don't really do it, you know? For me, Commando. That was it. That was where, you know, I was like, this is it. It's a perfect action movie. I don't need to watch another one. But, Janet, while I, this is, I want to go back to my, stu- from my stupid comments to where you were talking. For people who don't know you, what do you play? How do you describe oh, yourself? Yeah. Like, wh- oh.
1: um, I play <laughs> uh, a lot of indie games, uh, a lot of cute games for traditional stuff, platformers, uh, action adventure games, adventure games, and visual novels, I would say is oh. my main suite of games. So that honestly covers most of like the major ones, honestly, because yeah, sure, Call of Duty is a hugely popular game, but that's like one kind of fringe subgenre thing, like of like you either play shooters or you kind of don't, and that's sort of it. Um, so yeah, that's what I would say my wheelhouse is. Um, but uh, thirteen, someone's chats at Thirteen Sentinels. I have not played Thirteen Sentinels. I will occasionally do some RPGs. Are you um, going to play Thirteen I, Sentinels
0: because that's getting kicked around right now, where we all okay. want to play or should play it, or?
1: I mean, I have it. I, this is another one that i think is installed right Oh, it's um, all
0: mine for sure yeah <laughs> it's
1: just you know maybe with the slow starts of the year i can justify it but i'm also like right now my focus is honestly on like what are these 2021 games and let's make sure that i play all of those yeah um so i'm not sure about 13 sentinels um but i try to play basically most of the major releases just for a ha- you know the field and having an opinion on them but yeah on my on my leisure time like if i'm just playing for fun yeah it's platformers action adventure adventure story driven stuff some puzzles as well um in a lot of indie games
0: so yeah uh shout out to everyone in the chat pointing out that zero dark 30 is not an action movie either i just i don't care about war stuff is that is that how we want to say it? i just don't care about war stuff and like you know they're doing john wick in review and i'm like i'm good i don't i don't need to go see that i don't like you know what i mean That's i haven't seen the john wick you know what i mean that's what i'm saying interpret that however you want to but if you're gonna try to push it onto uncharted Janet, get out of here all right elena that's not an action movie all right that's a it's a narrative adventure.
1: Then what was with that train thing going on?
0: <laughs> uh moving on. It's time to squat up. This is where one of you writes into patreon.com/slash kind of fun. Well, action video. Uh, yeah. First person shooters, I don't like. That's a pretty shooters in general. I don't like, right? Third person, I'm playing an action movie or something, and it's like I'm playing a blockbuster movie. I feel like eh, you know, we're into the weeds here on what I feel like I like and don't like. It's how I don't like space, except for like these 15 exceptions for games. Doesn't matter. Squatting up. This is where you write in patreon.com slash games. Give me your name, username, platform of choice. Why you need help in a video game, I read it here. The best friends come and find you, and everybody plays games together. Today, the Portland Kevin wrote in. Not, not you, Kevin. The Portland Kevin wrote in to patreon.com slash games. It says, squad up and deal of the day. Hi, Greg and Janet. I have combined squad up and deal of the day. Even if I don't get to squad up, I hope you still read this and let people know. Shadow of the Tomb Raider on PlayStation 4 is free with PlayStation Plus this month, but the full DLC pass is also on sale on the North American store for $6. It includes a bunch of new costumes, side quests, and best of all, tombs to raid, parentheses, 7 in total. I redownloaded the game and bought the pass a few days ago, and I can say the extra tombs are really cool and fun. However, it's easy to see that the ones I've completed already are created with co-op in mind. Uh, I want to squad up with any kind of funny best friends out there who want to raid the extra tombs in score attack and time attack modes for high scores, fast times, and those sweet, sweet extra DLC trophies. Uh, The Portland Kevin's PSN name is Toaster Bunny, all one word, Toaster Bunny. I hope any of the best friends interested in Shadow of the Tomb Raider add this cheap upgrade to the game. Thanks for everything you do, and I hope uh, any best friends in the DC area are safe The Portland Kevin. If you want to play Shadow of the Tomb Raider, with toaster bunny go ahead hit him up great username it is a great name i like that one a lot and i like that you wrote in as the portland kevin that's a good name as well uh time for you're wrong of course people can watch the show live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games if you're watching live we encourage you to go to kind of slash you wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up and we have a perfect game today janet nothing there's nothing in here boom because we were just talking about how uh, no mistakes travel. in 2021
1: maybe yeah, actually i don't know what the other <laughs> episodes were like
0: yeah you know what i didn't watch him either because blessing you know who cares you know what i mean he's gotten too big for his britches and somebody's got to take him down a notch and i guess it's got to be me
2: you i don't want it. it to be but i have to be You're you doing now. it also don't lose i'm doing a, a solid state too. drive you know
0: <laughs> i want to find it i'll dig it out during the All post right. show with you okay yeah, don't worry about it, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, this is kind of Funny Games Daily each and every weekday on a variety of platforms. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. Let's look ahead at next week to see who's going to be on the show. Monday, it's Blessing and Imran. Tuesday, it's Blessing and Imran. Wednesday, it's Greg and Gary Witta. Thursday, it's Greg and Tim Gettys. And uh, Friday, the fifteenth, I don't know why I wanted to date it so much. Is going to be me and Carolyn Pettit. That's right. Kind of funny spotlight on Carolyn. Of course, you know her. I talked about a lot about her cyberpunk review for Polygon and how great it was. Uh, She will be here to talk to me and hang out and do the news you care about with us. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, Janet, where can everybody keep up with you? Uh,
1: Again, you can follow me on Twitter at Game And that handle also works for Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, my website, and my newly launched Patreon uh, and Twitch as well. So, yeah.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, this, of course, has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Uh, Like I said, you can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames right now to get the post show we're about to do. Of course, if you're on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, watching live, don't go anywhere. You know, I know, the American people know it, that you get two hours of streaming with Snowbike, Mike, and company each and every day, usually three because you hit all the sub goals you need to. Uh, Today is a giant old kind of funny hangout. It's like party mode, but don't tell Tim or I'll cancel it. But it's all of us playing multiplayer games together. We're going to have a great time. Uh, Of course, you can catch that later on a number of different things and yada 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 you know the the, the rigmarole youtube.com slash kind of funny games uh patreon.com slash kind of funny games podcast services around the globe in short though ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for an amazing start to 2021 for kind of funny i know it's been a rough week here in america but you guys rang in our sixth anniversary and i think having you to talk to and play games with throughout a, a tumultuous week has really helped me in my uh, own mental sanity so thank you so much for that uh here's to a year that hopefully can only get better and again janet congratulations to you on Breaking off on your own. I hope you'll come back more.
1: Absolutely. I'd love to be back.
0: All right. Well, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, we have a post show to do. It's been our pleasure to serve you.